Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of our industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. Also, you can take away advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner on your own terms. So let's dive in. There. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Female Empowered. I'm your host, Krista Gurka, and we have surpassed 75 episodes. Isn't that amazing? I am amazed because when we first started this podcast, I didn't know what it was going to be. I didn't know if I was going to like it. I, it turns out I really, really love it. And the feedback that I've been getting has been amazing. So thank you to everybody that's listening or watching the videos um, on YouTube or on my Instagram page. And thank you to everyone because we have passed 5,500 downloads by the time this episode airs. So I am truly, truly grateful. If you have stuff you're interested in hearing, by all means, please reach out to me. You can email me at Krista at PilatesInTheGrove.com or shoot me a DM over on Instagram. Today's episode is all about customer retention. What I'm going to talk to you about today is the power of retention, why retention should be part of your marketing strategy, and 10 low-cost or free ways to increase your retention. Now, what is retention? Retention is basically when people keep coming back to your business. So we have new client retention. That means how many new customers that walk into your door become existing or returning customers. We also then have returning customer retention, which means how many times are you getting the same people to buy from you over and over and over again? While many businesses focus on always getting new clients in, Focusing on customer retention can not only save you money, but save you time and energy. All right. So while there is a certain allure that comes with capturing new customers, keeping your customers, patients, clients coming back will continually result in a greater ROI return on your investment. As depending on where you read, it can cost anywhere from five to 20 times more to constantly be getting new customers in your door. Now, if you're a physical therapy business that's thinking right now, well, how do I get retention? Because once they're discharged, they're done. This is where beginning ancillary services, such as a wellness offshoot, yoga, Pilates, personal training, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm a huge, huge, huge proponent of doing that because it will be an additional revenue stream you will be were not worried. You will be reliant on doctors and patients less. And by the way, it's a whole lot less paperwork. There's no documentation. There's no soap notes. There's no talk and question about insurance um, reimbursement. So 
focus on designing some strategies. And maybe I'll do a podcast on that at a later date. But right now we're going to talk about how you basically keep your clients and customers coming back for more. What I've done today is I've broken down the most applicable customer retention strategies that some of the biggest, biggest brands that you're all aware of are currently using to inspire brand loyalty. It's everything from leveraging convenience to prioritizing personalization. We'll cover all of the must-haves that any successful customer retention strategy should have. All right. Now, some of these are free, and I'm going to go over the free ones first, because I think obviously anything we can do for free is great, right? It doesn't cost you any money. So um, the first one, and I believe this to be true, apologize when you make mistakes. Your software makes a scheduling error. Say you're sorry, make it right. You provide a class that someone's not happy with, apologize, make it right. I'm gonna actually give you an example on this. So one time I had a customer um, complain, now, now when I think about it, I can't really remember exactly what she was complaining about. I believe it had something to do with her introductory package or I don't know, an experience that she had in the studio. And my old philosophy used to be, ah, well, forget it. They paid too bad for them. Um, but as I started growing a business, I realized, well, that's silly. How would I want to be treated if I had a complaint, a concern with Ed and somebody's company? So I got on a call with her. I listened to her. So that's the biggest thing. I listened to her. And she was going on and on about how awful this was, how this and that and everything. And so finally, I just thought, meanwhile, I'm thinking, you know, I think she had bought something like $900 worth of services. And I'm thinking she's going to ask for all her money back. And at this point, I was actually prepared to give it to her because that I didn't think that she was the right customer for us. But then, you know, my question was, what can I do to make this right for you? I hear what you're saying, I do apologize for that. That was definitely an error on our part. What can we do to make this right? And her response was, you know, I think if you gave me a free session, I'd be happy with that. Done, easy. Here I was telling a story in my head that it was gonna be like a $900 reimbursement. And meanwhile, what she wanted was $100, which cost me like $50. And it made her happy. So acknowledge your customer's complaints and then apologize when you make mistakes and make it right for them if you can. Inspire your customers with a mission. This is number two. This is something free too. This is why we talk so often about really understanding what your why is. And Simon Sinek says it best. I've said this numerous times. People don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. So what is your mission? What is the bigger mission behind the mission? Number three, a free way to inspire brand loyalty and increase customer retention is to create a community. I say this all the time. People come for the Pilates, they stay for the community. A great example of this is what CrossFit has done in their industry. Now, regardless of what you think about CrossFit or how you feel about the strength training method, which by the way, has been around for decades, you have to 
admire the create the fact that they have created a huge community, a huge culture within each individual box. People that go to CrossFit, they are like family members at their box. Okay. So I can say firsthand, one of the things I truly believe kept Pilates in the Grove afloat and financially solvent during the pandemic was that we created such a community that people were willing to come back when we reopened and people chose to stay on with us while we were closed. They were out to support us any way that they could. So forming a community is wonderful and it's a really, really great way to build customer loyalty and customer retention. All right. Now here's a few more. Some of them are free. Some of them are just very low cost. All right. Number one, you should track and analyze your attrition or your churn rate. We talked about this in a previous episode. I think the one just before last Tuesday that came out. And when you look at your scorecard, what are your active customers? How many people are you losing on a week to week over week basis on a month over month basis. So some people call this churn. Some people call it attrition. If you don't know how many people you're losing or what your retention is, you're not going to be able to manage it, right? As Peter Drucker said, what gets measured gets managed. So you have to track it and you have to analyze it and understand what it's telling you about your business. Next, I recommend implementing some sort of a customer feedback loop. Sending out um, surveys. You can do this very simply with a Google form. You can send it out in a newsletter. That's another great way to improve customer loyalty and retention, have a newsletter. You can send out a survey, tell us how you're doing. You can send out, rate your experience with us. Would you refer us to a friend or family member? And then on the Next step of this is you can maintain a customer communication calendar. So in other words, if you're not getting feedback from your customers, we send out in our very first, so after every first visit, they get an email that asks them how they're doing, a, and then it says a little survey, rate your, rate your um, experience on a scale of one to 10. Tell us if there's anything we could do to make your experience better. We're always looking to improve. If we're not getting feedback on this from time to time, we actually have a calendar where we have tasks to reach out to certain people to see how they're doing, even if they are coming back, even if they are the people that are continuing to come in, we want to know why they keep coming back. And then from time to time, we try to reach out to people that haven't come back and seen why they've fallen off. I will say that it's much harder to get in contact with people that have not returned because a lot of times if they haven't returned for whatever reason, they're not really engaging. But oftentimes if you create some sort of really easy process of which they can just click a link and something in an email that says, which one of these best describes why you've chosen not to return to Pilates in the Grove? Number one time, number two money, number three, it wasn't for me. Number four, I moved away. Number five, whatever you can decide. So you make it really, really easy for that. Hey ladies, are you finally realizing that you just don't know what you don't know about running your business? 
That's really the hardest part of running any business, but especially in the healthcare, wellness, and fitness business, because we didn't go to school for this. We went to school to learn how to be the best personal trainer, the best instructor, the best physical therapist, the best massage therapist, and the additional tasks of running a business may not come naturally for us. It can be incredibly frustrating to not know what to do next to build a strong business or to feel unsure about what steps you need to take to make it not only sustainable, but profitable. That's why I created FitBiz Foundations. This program is my step-by-step framework to create a successful, sustainable, and profitable business. It's specifically made for female healthcare, wellness, fitness, and movement professionals just like you. This is your chance to say goodbye to overwhelm, confusion, late nights, Googling answers, and insecurity. To stop being the bottleneck in your business and say hello to creating more reach, having more impact, and generating more profit in your pocket. You'll walk away from this program with a better understanding of your business foundations, like why your mission and vision is so important. You'll know exactly what your specialty is and who your ideal clients are and where to find them. You'll have a strong pricing plan, a clear process for managing your clients and your team, and feel confident with finances, marketing, and more. Plus, when you join the FitBiz Foundations program, you get 12 months access inside my Beyond the Movement membership community. This is a private group where you'll get to dig deeper into what you've learned, plus get accountability and access to other FitBiz bosses. Also inside the program, you'll get monthly coaching with myself and my head of operations and finance, Steve. We can help you with finances and software, hiring and pricing, and more. This alone is valued well over $6,000. The best part, though, we've recently added three additional one-on-one onboarding calls to this program. So when you sign up to the FitBiz Foundation's plan, you get a FitBiz Foundation's initial strategy session, plus two additional check-in calls for your progress and to strategize your next steps. These are totally free when you join the program. Are you still listening? Are you ready to get down and dirty and get some shit done in your business? Well, visit www.kristagurka.com slash fitbizfoundations, no spaces there, to learn more. You'll finally figure out what you don't know so you can move forward confidently. I hope to see you inside the group. Another great way to improve customer retention is to empower your customers with convenience. Having a front desk person, for myself, we have front desk administrators in each location. That's convenient for our customers. They sometimes don't want to have to schedule themselves all the time. Now, on the flip side, maybe your brand model is to have everything be digital, is to have everything where they can go in an app. They never have to talk to somebody. They have contactless check-in, check-out, all of that. Maybe that's convenient for them. Parking. Maybe where they can park is convenient for them. Timing, group class timing, the availability of when you're open. Do you offer telehealth services? Do you do virtual check-ins? What is What does your customer think is convenient for them? What will save them time? 
right? Having live streaming, maybe they can't get it to a class because there's traffic in the evening, but they can stream it live from their office. Whatever you can decipher makes things more convenient for your customers. I'll tell you firsthand, anybody makes things more convenient for me. I am much more willing to remain loyal to them and continue to be a customer for that business or brand. Now, also another thing is leverage personalization. This is huge. When people know your name, when they know things about you, it is really, really, really powerful. So let me give you an example of this. So there is a restaurant that I go to frequently. It's in my neighborhood. I really enjoy it. And I'll tell you, it's not really the best food. It's not the least expensive food. It's not the nicest ambiance, but what I do know is they know me by name. When I come in, they greet me by name. They usually know the drink that I like, right? Or the appetizer that my husband and I shared last time. They don't necessarily know my kids by name, but they'll be like, how are the boys? How are they doing? They must be so big by now. That type of personalization to me makes me feel good and it makes most people feel good. So one of the things we do when we're training our administrators and our new instructors is to learn people's names. It's literally one of the first action steps on their onboarding, learn your clients' names, introduce yourself in front of a, in the class, ask people their names, re communicate to them via name, right? Say their name, say goodbye, hello to them, learn about them. Using personalization is huge in creating brand loyalty. Another thing that I have done, and this kind of goes with the next one hand in hand. So the next one is I used to say surprise and delight. What can you do every so often that will surprise and delight your customers? We do randomly, we've done this a couple of times. We usually do it randomly throughout the year. We send out a gift card to all of our active customers. And it usually is just a text or an email or sometimes we'll give it to them when they come in and we'll say, you know, here's a $25 credit. You can use it towards anything in the studio, your next purchase, some retail, whatever you want. Or we send them a coupon code and a text. Thanks so much for your loyalty. Um, you know, here's a $25 coupon for you to use on your next purchase anywhere. We've had days sometimes where we have clients that are, are doing private one-on-one -on -one sessions two or three times a week. And every once in a while, I'll just be like, your session's on me today. Not for any reason, just because it's like paying the toll for the person behind you or paying for someone's the Starbucks for the person behind you at some time in the drive-thru. Surprise and delight people. Another thing that I do, that we do in our company every year is every year for the holidays, I write handwritten notes. And I don't pay a company, even though there are great companies out there that will do handwritten notes for you. I write handwritten notes to probably over 100, 150 of our active customers. I address them by name and I say something personal about each and every one of them. And I can't tell you how many people have commented on how much that has meant to them. I don't write a novel, but so many people have said to me, have reached out personally to say, Thank you. That was so nice. I couldn't appreciate that so much that you took the time to do that. 
it's been one of the things that I was most surprised at that's gotten the biggest, um, what would I say? What's the word I'm looking for? That like the best feedback from customers. Okay. The other thing that you can do is, is this is another way where you, where you're working on your customer feedback loop or maintaining customer communication calendar is once a year, we do a customer roundup where we actually either do like a focus group or we reach out to clients individually and get on a call with them and ask them, you know, things like what's working, what's not working. What would you like to see happen in the next 12 months? And that's how we learn maybe what new class offerings to offer, new programmings, hire more people, restructuring certain processes. I mean, one time we had somebody come in and say, you know, when I come from work and it's really uncomfortable to get changed in your, in your restroom because there's no place to put my bag or my purse. And I hate putting stuff on the floor of the bathroom. What did I do? I went to Ikea and I bought a little bench and someone's like, Thank you so much. I can't believe you actually did that. Of course, awesome. It was an easy $29 investment for me. And it made the customers really feel like we were listening to them. Okay. There's some things maybe we can't control, but there's certain things that we can control. Lighting in the studio, sound in the studio, temperature in the studio. Okay. And the last one that I would like to do, which kind of goes along with inspire people with a mission is you can build in a social responsibility program. So one of the things Pilates in the Grove is going to, we, we quite frequently do, um, we do a ton of charitable work. One of my missions, one of my whys, and, and if you follow me for any period of time, you know, I was raised by a single mom. Um, and so she worked a lot. And so we sometimes had to stay in aftercare really long, or we had to go be dropped off in the morning really early. And, you know, thankfully she was able to be in a position where she could put us in a school that had that. There's a lot of families out there and single moms out there that don't have that luxury, that don't have that privilege. And they really don't know what to do with their children before work or after work that they could be in a safe program in a safe environment. So I do a lot of work with an organization in our, in our neighborhood, in our community that mentors and provides safe places for children before and after school for working parents in underserved communities. So that's one of the things we do. So building in a social responsibility program where you can take 1%, 3%, 5% of your profits every year, and you're going to donate them to end hunger or provide tutoring or um, homelessness, or cancer, and maybe it's sometime, something that is on that your clients really resonate with. We offer community classes, and they're a donation-based class, and they usually are a minimum of a $10 donation, and every quarter, we donate that money to a charitable organization. A lot of times, we have customers or clients that have said, do you do any donations? And, and we've done quarters where we're going to donate to one of our clients' social responsibility programs. Sometimes we donate that money into a community fund where we can help people that can't afford our services enjoy our services, right? So that's rather than lowering prices for people, that's how we reach back out and give back to the community for people that can't always afford it. And again, this goes back to your mission. People buy why you do what you do. And if they feel 
that they are part of making an impact in the community, that feels really good to people. Like for example, things like companies like Tom's that donates a portion of their proceeds to shoot, to buy shoes for, for people in Africa. I believe I'm getting that right. Um, and there's a lot of other programs that give back, you know, and it usually kind of goes with your mission. So our mission, we do a lot of things for female empowerment for women and mothers and young girls. And so that's a way, another great way to improve customer retention that really, really have nothing necessarily to do with your product itself. Now there's a ton of stuff you can do um, as far as, you know, how do you stand out from the competition? How do you offer services that they can't get anywhere else? How do you really make it so that they feel like they're the only one in the room. There's lots of stuff like that, right? You can give, you know, free classes. You can give um, buy one, get one free months. You can do all sorts of that, but these ways are really ways that you can one, do it intentionally. Two, when you track and analyze it and ask for feedback and communication, you're doing it objectively, because you're really listening to your clients. All right. So let me go back and I'm going to go through these 10 ways, 10 low cost or free ways that you can boost your customer retention. Number one, apologize when you make mistakes. Number two, inspire with a mission. Number three, form a community. Number four, track and analyze churn or attrition rates. Number five, implement a customer feedback loop. Number six, maintain a customer communication calendar. So this is like, if you're not getting the feedback, how can you actively go out and seek that feedback? Number seven, empower your customers with convenience. How can you make things as convenient as possible for your clients? Number eight, leverage personalization. Make it personal. Make them feel like they are more than just a number or a cog in the wheel. Number nine, surprise and delight your customers. And number 10, think of building out a social responsibility program. So I really hope you enjoyed this. We do all, almost all of these in our business. Actually, we do do all of these in our business and it's been great. Our retention rates. So if you're thinking of what should a good customer returning customer retention rate is, we shoot for over 80%. So that means eight out of 10 people are always returning to our business over and over and 20% might leave because one, either they move away or something happens, they have surgery, something else, maybe they can't afford it, their circumstances change. We run at about an 88 to 90% retention rate currently. All right, so I would love to hear what you think. If you have a moment and could leave me a review for this podcast, it would really, really mean a lot to me download and subscribe if you can. I'd love for you to, you know, engage with me, DM me over on Instagram. Tell me what you think. Tell me if you have any other strategies that you've utilized in your business that boost customer retention. I would love to hear them. And I hope you'll be back on Friday for another Female Friday episode. And until then, bye for now, my friends. Hey there, before you go, Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Female Empowered. If you like what we covered today, I'd love to ask you for a small favor and take two minutes to subscribe, download, and even leave an honest review of the show. 
This helps other female fitness and wellness professionals find the podcast and really lets me know I'm sharing helpful information with all of you. If you want to get even more insights and find resources to help you market, streamline, and grow your service-based business, visit my website at kristagurka.com or even better, shoot me a DM over on Instagram at kristagurka. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A. Until next time, ladies, be brave, think big, and take action. Bye for now.